Hello everyone, and welcome to the Austin Reynolds Sports Talk Show. I am your host, Austin Reynolds. Today I got a good show lined, a great show lined up for y'all today. Because I'll be talking about, because I'll be breaking down week four of Georgia High School Football Class 3A, regions 1 through 8, like I do every week as they start, some games start tonight, with some um Friday. And I'll do the Major League Baseball scores from yesterday. And that'll be it for today's show, a little sweet show. And I'll go ahead and tell y'all what's on the plate for tomorrow's podcast. Tomorrow's podcast, I'll be breaking down the Bills and the Rams football game. And I'll be doing my predictions on the Friday night college football games. I think it's only two or three. But I'll be doing those, and I'll be doing Major League Baseball scores. And I know Saturday is college football Saturday. So well, let's get in prayer, and let's get into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another beautiful day, another blessed day. Thank you for another day to live our life and do everything through you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, you can go ahead and get into this. Like I said, the show, show ain't going to be that long today. If we're only having a couple topics, the next two shows really ain't going to be real long, which I know how Saturdays is going to be. It's going to be packed, so let's go ahead and get started. And we're going to start in Georgia High School Football. We're going to start in class, we're going to be in 3A. Like we are every week, we're going to start in Region 1. As Carver, who's coming in a week for it, 2-0, just had a week off, is traveling northeast. Who is 0-2 on the season had just lost last week to Fitzgerald 28 to 27. Carver's looking really good this year. I have Carver picking up the win to go 3-0 on the season. Then we have Dory, who is three and coming into this week at 3-0. They just defeated Stockbridge 33 to 30. Is heading over to Happyville Charter, who is 0-3 on the season and just lost to Pebblebrook 42 to 28. Is I have Dory winning this game to go 4-0 on the season. And Columbus, who is one and two coming in this week, has an open week. They will not play until next week. Then we have Monroe, who is two and one on the season as they have just defeated the Seminole 37 to nothing. As they are traveling to Westovers. Westover is one and two in the season as they picked up the first one of the year last year, defeating Spencer 58 to 21. As I have Westover defeating Monroe, knocking them back to 500. Then it's Crisp County, who is coming in this week at 2-1 and one after they just defeated Lovejoy last week, 41-25, as they host Summer, Sumter County, as they are 1-1 one one on the year, and they have just came off an open week, as I have Crisp County winning this game to go 3-1 on the season. Then it's Thomasville, who is coming in at 1-2 this week, just defeated Sario, 36-27, as they are traveling to Bainbridge, as Bainbridge is one and two in the season following the loss last week, the TC CHS thirty five to fourteen is I have Bainbridge defeating Thomasville and knocking them down to one and three. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. Now we're going to region two. As we have married persons coming in the week at two and one, as they just lost to Trinity Christian thirty one to twenty last week, as they are heading to Harlison County. Who just came off an open week and they're one and one on the season. I've married person picking up the win to go three and one on the season so far. Then it's Peach County, who just came off an open week. They are one and one on the season as they are hosting Jones County, who is two and one on the year following a loss to Perry 42 to 14. As I have Jones County defeating Peach County, knocking Peach County down to one and two. Then it's Jackson, who's coming into this week at one and one. They just defeated Ola 18 to 16. And I want to make an announcement. I had that game wrong. I thought it was a final score. I had Jackson that they had lost, but Jackson won. 
As they are traveling to Union Grove, who just defeated me, though, 11 to nothing. And they're 2 and 1 on the season. As I have Union Grove defeating Jackson, as Jackson will follow the 1 and 2. Then there's Upson Lee, who's coming into the season 0 and 3, following a loss to Worth County, 56 33. As they are taking on LaGrange, who's 2 and 0 on the season, coming off of Open League. As I have Upson Lee following again this week, going 0 and 4. Then there's Pike County. Who's coming into this week at one and two as they just defeated Southwest forty nine to twenty as they are traveling to Randolph Clay, who is zero and two and just lost to Turner County thirty two to six as I have Randolph picking up their first win and knocking. No, I have Pike County picking up this win, going back to five hundred at two and two. Now we're going in Region three. At Savannah County, they is two and one on the seasons. They have an open week this week. They'll be back in action next week. And Long County is 2-1 and one on the season. And they also have an open week. And Beach County, who is 0-3, really needs this as an open week. Now to the action for Region 3. Calvary Day is coming into this week at 2-0. They just defeated ELCA 28-21. As they are traveling to Frederica Academy, who is 1-2 on the season. And just lost to Valwood 32-21. As I have Calvary Day keeping their undefeated season alive. Going 3-0 on the season. Then it's Liberty County, who is coming in at 2-0. Off an open week as they're traveling to Pierce County, who just defeated Meter 30-7. As both of these teams are 2-0. I think this game has potential to be really good, but I have Pierce or edging out Liberty County to give them their first loss of the year. Then it's Johnson. As I thought their game got postponed last week, it actually got played. As Johnson's coming in at 1-1 as they just defeated Winter Forest 26-0 as they are hosting Brantley County. Who is 3-0 in the season that they just defeated Beach County 17-6. As I have Brentley County winning another one, knocking Johnson to 1-2. Dennis Groves, who's coming in this week at 1-1. One one, as they had just defeated Savannah last week, 28-0. As they are heading to Claxton, who is 2-1 in the season as they just defeated Hawkinsville 19-6. I have Groves falling on 1-2. Now for Region 4, we have Harlem. Who just lost to Elbert County, 27 to 21, as they are 2 and 1 on the season, hosting Midland Valley, who is also 2 and 1, and they just defeated Silver Buff, 27 to 20. I have Harlem following in this game, going down to 2 and 2. And now we have a Class 3A game with Morgan County, who was undefeated on the season. I think this is a big 3A matchup. Morgan County 3 and 0 on the season. They just defeated Jasper County. 65-7 as they are taking on Hebrew Christian Academy, who is 3-0 as well. And just defeated Commerce 48-34 as Hebrew Christian Academy is in Region 8. Now, this game was very hard for me because I look at Morgan. They've had more dominant. They had the dominant wins. They, they didn't might really touch them. And I don't know that Commerce has a great team, but Hebrew got the win. And they never let Commerce really get a lead. Um, I gave this to the home field because I think here in Christian Academy's home field advantage will help them as I have here in Christian Academy defeating Morgan. Marking Morgan 3-1 and making here in Christian Academy 4-0 in the season. Then we have a team's name that I can't say. Oh, I'm sorry. Salem is 0-3 on the year as they need this open week. They're on open week. It's Hit, hit Hazebuch who is 2-1 on the season as they just defeated H.A. ACHS 20 to nothing as they're traveling at Tatnow County, who is 1 and 1 on the season following the open week. Is I have hit positives winning this game going 3 and 1 on the season. 
Yeah. Richmond County, who was 2-1 on the season, as they just defeated Josie 41-6. As they're hosting East Lawrence, who was 0-2 and just lost to Jenkins 35-7. As I had Richmond County going 3-1 on the season. Then it's Cross Creek, who is 0-2 on the season, following up week. And you just heard me talk about the Jenkins game. As Jenkins was able to beat East Lawrence. As I have Cross Creek picking up their first win of the year. And we go into Region 5. With the defending state 3A state champion Cedar Grove 2-0 in the season. Just defeated Westlake 30-20 as they're taking on Collins Hill. Collins Hill as they defeated Brookwood 16-13. This is a battle of 2-0 teams. I think this is a very good game. But I think Collins Hill is a more better team. Just barely edging them out as I have Collins Hill winning this game. Knocking Cedar Grove to 2-1. Then it's Carver, who is 2-0 in the season, following the open week as they are hosting Stevenson, who is 1-1 and just defeated Abra Mountain 20-6. As I have Carver staying undefeated on the season, going 3-0. Then it's Sandy Creek, who's coming into this game at 3-0, as they've just defeated Alexander last week, 48-14, as they are heading to East Coet, who is 2-1, and they just defeated He'll grow 55-21 as I have Santa Creek following for the first time this year. They go 3-1. Then it's Douglas, who is 1-2, just lost to Miller Grove, 16-9. As they're traveling to Stone Mountain, who is 0-3, and he just lost to Discovery. Because I have Douglas getting back to 500 with 2-2. Two two. Then it's Region 6 as another matchup between two different regions. That's Gilmer at 3-0 from Region 7, who just defeated Murray County 36-0 and is hosting Ringgold, who is 0-2, who just lost to Northwest Whitfield 30-17. As Ringgold actually picking up their first one of the year to go 1-2. Then, then, then it's Addersville. Who is one and one on the season as they just lost to Raven last week, seventy-two to thirty-six. It's not like a basketball score, but that's what it was. As they're hosting Cass, who just defeated Drew fifty-eight to thirteen. As they're one and two, as I have Addersville falling in this game, they have a losing record to go one and two after this week. And then Lafayette, who is one and one, taking on Snorville. This is the game I had last week, and so is the Kahua Creek versus Chattooga. I have Lafayette winning, going two and one. And I have Kahua Creek picking up a win. I'm sorry, I didn't write their records down. I'm sorry. And Gordon Lee has an open week. Lakeview for Oglethorpe has an open week. Both of them are one and two. And so is Bremen with an open week at one and two. Then it's Ridgeland, who is 0 and 2, as they just lost to North Murray last week, 56 19, as they're heading on to take Harris Costa, who is 3 and 0. They just defeated Lakeview Oglethorpe, 48 14. I have Ridgeland following the 0 and 3. As I was just heard, I just did the Gilman game. And West Hall in Region 7 is at 1-2. and two, and They have an open week. Pickens, who is not able to pick up a win as they're new to the region in the 3A. They're 0-3. Oh and, and they have an open week in White County, who is 2-1, has an open week. And another 3A game between two different regions as Region 8. Stevens County at 2-1, who just defeated Flower Branch in a gigantic upset last week. 27 to 11 is heading to Dawson County, who just defeated North Hall 30 to 13. Is the both of these teams are two and one? Um, I had Stevens winning this game. 
Plus, just that big win against Flyers, which I think Stevens Kane is about to be one of the best teams in 3A this year. I really think they got a chance to at least get to the Elite Eight Final Four, maybe even get to the state championship. Then we have Les Lennon, who is 1-2, traveling to Whitfield Academy, who's 3-0. West Lennon just lost to North Cobb Christian 19-15 as Whitfield Academy just defeated Providence Christian 35-7. I actually have West Lennon picking up this win on the road to go 2-2 two and two in a year. Then it's Lumpton County, who is 3-0 on the season as they just defeated Franklin County last week, 48 to nothing. In a 3A showdown, as they are hosting Temple, who is 2-1 and one, and just defeated Chattanooga, 44-19. As I have Lumpton County picking up another win to be surprising everybody to start the season off at 4-0. Then we have Bondor area, who is 1-2, and two, they just had another tough loss. As they have lost to another big school last week in Gainesville at 23-13. As they are traveling to Prince Avenue Christian, who is 2-0. They just defeated Athens Academy 48-14. As I have Monroe area getting back to 500 with a big win. Then it's Saconi County, who is 2-1. Just defeated Putman County 20 to nothing. As they are hosting the big boys, Jefferson, who is 2-1. As they just defeated St. Pius 23-0. As I have Jefferson defeating Saconi. Knocking a county down to two and two. Now it's Hart County, who is one and one. And they just picked up their first one of the year last week. It beat Appalachian 28 to 7, taking on Daniel, who's a South Carolina school. I didn't get their information down, but I went through everything, looked at the stats, looked at the comparisons, and Daniel looks like an overall better team than Hart County. As I have Daniel winning this game. And as I have done, did the Stevens County and the Herbert Christian game. That leads me to the last game in 3A. With 0-3 Franklin County, who just lost to Lumpton 48 enough and is taking on Banks County, who is undefeated at 2-0. They just defeated Oglefort 21-14. And I actually have Franklin County picking up their first win of the year. And that'll do it for my predictions on Week 4 Georgia High School Football Class 3A Regions 1-8. through As we're going to jump into the last part of the show and do Major League Baseball scores from last night. Then we'll let y'all get the rest of y'all's day. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into it. As so we're going to start off with the Atlanta Braves taking on the Oakland Athletics. As the Atlanta Braves will win this game 7-3 to pick up their 86th winner to year. 86th winner of the year. Sorry, y'all. I lost my train of thought for a whole second. As, Sorry. As rookie Spencer Strider will pick up his 10th win of the year for Atlanta. And Ken Walchuk will pick up his first loss of the year for the A's. Then it was the Cincinnati Reds taking on the Chicago Cubs. The Cincinnati Reds will defeat the Chicago Cubs 7-1 to pick up their 54th win of the year. As Mike Miner will pick up his 4th win of the year for Cincinnati. And Javar Side will pick up his first loss of the year for the Cubs. Then it was the New York Mets who had a doubleheader with the Pirates this week, last night, yesterday, as they would win game one of the doubleheader, 5-1, to one, picking up their 86th win of the year. As Chris Bassett would pick up his 13th win of the year for the Mets. And, and Juwan Underwood Jr. would pick up his sixth loss of the year for the Pirates. And then we'll go to game two. As the as Mets would win again, this time 10 to nothing, picking up their 87th win of the year. 
That's Jacob DeGroom will pick up his fifth one of the year for the Mets. And John Ovenik will pick up his second loss of the year for the Pirates. Now we're gonna hop into another doubleheader with it was the New York Yankees. It was the New York Yankees taking on the Minnesota Twins as the Yankees would win game one of the makeups, five to four in twelve innings. They would Minnesota would pick up a run in the twelfth, and then the Yankees would pick up two to pick up this win. As Greg Wazert would pick up his third win of the year for the Yankees, and Trevor McGill would pick up his third loss of the year for the Twins. Then for game two, it was the Yankees winning again, 7-1 to pick up their 83rd win of the year. As Garrett Cole would pick up his 11th win of the year for the Yankees. And Joe Ryan will pick up his 8th loss of the year for the Twins. And Lucas Latige will pick up his 2nd save of the year for the Yankees. And that does it for all the doubleheaders. So we'll get back into the games that wasn't doubleheaders as it was the Milwaukee Brewers heading over to Colorado to take on the Rockies. As the Rockies will win 8-4, picking up their 59th win of the year. As Kyle Freeland will pick up his 8th win of the year for Colorado. And Eric Loewer Loewer will pick up his 7th loss of the year for the Brewers. Then it was the Detroit Tigers taking on the Los Angeles Angels. As the Detroit Tigers will pick up a 5-4 win, picking up their 52nd win of the year. As Jose Cincinnati will pick up his 1st win of the year for Detroit. Jose... Guajardo will pick up his fourth loss of the year for the Angels. And Gregory Soto will pick up his 10th in the league, 25th save for the Tigers. Excuse me, y'all. I'm sorry. <sighs> was the Chicago White Sox taking on the Seattle Mariners. And the Chicago White Sox will pick up their 69th for another year, going one game above 500 with a 9-6 victory over the Seattle Mariners. That's Aaron Bummer. Pick up his first win of the year for the White Sox. Diego Castillo will pick up his third loss of the year for the Mariners. And Liam Hendricks, who was tied for third in baseball, will pick up his 31st save of the year for the White Sox. Then it was the San Francisco Giants taking on the Los Angeles Dodgers as the Los Angeles Dodgers would pick up their 94th win of the year, winning 7-3, continuing to be the best team in baseball as Evan Phillips will pick up his sixth win of the year for the Dodgers and Zach. Tittle will pick up his third loss of the year for the Giants. Then it was the Boston Red Sox taking on the Tampa Bay Rays as the Rays would win a very defensive-minded game, one to nothing with us. As they would pick up in the bottom of the fifth to defeat the Boston Red Sox, one to nothing to pick up the 77th one of the year. As Johnny Torinos will pick up his first one of the year for the Rays. And Nick Pivetta. We'll pick up his 11th loss of the year for the Red Sox. And Pete Fairbanks will pick up his 6th save of the year for the Rays. And it was the Miami Marlins taking on the Philadelphia Phillies. As the Philadelphia Phillies would win 4-3, picking up their 75th win of the year. As Bailey Flatter will pick up his 4th win of the year for the Phillies. Trevor Rogers will pick up his 11th loss of the year for the Marlins. And Connor Brogdon will pick up his 2nd save of the year for the Phillies. Then it was the Toronto Blue Jays taking on the Baltimore Orioles as the Toronto Blue Jays will win 4-1, picking up their 76th one of the year. As Alec Manoa will pick up his 14th win of the year for the Blue Jays. And Dean Creamer will pick up his 5th loss of the year for the Orioles. 
And Jordan Marner, who's also tied for third in the major league, will pick up his 31st save of the year. Then it was the Washington Nationals taking on the St. Louis Cardinals as the St. Louis Cardinals would win. Oh, sorry, y'all. The St. Louis Cardinals would win 6-5 to pick up their 81st win of the year. As Jake Woodford would pick up his fourth win of the year. I'm sorry again, y'all. <sighs> Late night podcast get to me. And Kyle Finnegan would pick up his third loss of the year for Washington. Then it was the Cleveland Guardians taking on the Kansas City Royals as the Kansas City Royals would win 2-1, to one, picking up their 56th win of the year. And Scott Barlow would pick up his fourth win of the year for Kansas City. And Emmanuel Class would pick up his fourth loss of the year for Cleveland. Then it was the Texas Rangers taking on the Houston Astros as the Houston Astros would win 4-3 in 10 innings, picking up their 88th win of the year. As Hector Nurse will pick up his fifth win of the year for Houston. And Jonathan Hernandez will pick up his second loss of the year for Texas. And for the last game of last night, it was the Arizona Diamondbacks taking on the San Diego Padres. As the San Diego Padres will win 6-3, picking up their 76th win of the year. As you Devaris will pick up his 13th win of the year for the Padres. Tommy Henry pick up his fourth loss of the year for the Diamondbacks. And Josh Hader, who's also tied for 31 save, 30 with 31, pick up his 31st save of the year for the Padres. And that'll do it for today's show, y'all. We're going to hop in prayer. I'll let y'all get into it. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for another great show. Thank you for another great day. I pray we, we continue to live through you and we continue to live the way we need to way. To need, live the way we need to through you and that you continue to teach us and guide us and do everything in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. I'm sorry again, y'all. I'm just going to be right now. <sighs> well, I appreciate all y'all tuning in. I hope y'all have a blessed Thursday. I hope y'all watch the game tonight. Um, And I hope that y'all give God the glory each and every day. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Like I said, I'll be breaking down the college football games for Friday's games, for tomorrow's games. I think it's only like two or three, maybe more, but I think it's two. And I'll do major league baseball scores from today. And I will break down the Bills and the Rams game from tonight. All right. Y'all have a great day. Be safe. If you have to work, grind through it, get through it. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And we'll see y'all tomorrow. Remember, it's all gas, no breaks, all 2022. Peace. We out.